Welcome to the 23rd anniversary edition of Rapidly Rotating Records, number 1,200. An hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison. The first Rapidly Rotating Records show was broadcast on KISL exactly 23 years ago today, on July 16th, 2000, and we've been here each and every Sunday evening at 6 since, with dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more, on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone, and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this week's show, we'll take a trip to the butcher shop, We'll take a musical trip to Louisville, have a vocabulary lesson, fluff some pillows, and get back to those happy days. Back on the May 14th show, I played Happy Days, Happy Months, Happy Years. Well, I think you'll agree that we need more Happy Days, so here are three. Happy 
Written for the 1930 movie Chasing Rainbows, starring Charles King, Bessie Love, and Jack Benny, Happy Days Are Here Again. Milton Ager wrote the music, and the Jack Yellen lyrics were sung there by the Lewis Trio. The Lewis Trio is Carson Robison, Frank Luther, and Phil Crow. Phil Crow was a pseudonym for Phil Luther, Frank's brother, and that recording is from Romeo 120, January 31, 1930. It was also issued on British Imperial 78, number 2258. Before that was Happy Days Will Come. No, not the Happy Days Will Come by H.P. Hauser, recorded by the University Dance Orchestra, but the Happy Days Will Come by Joe Trent, recorded by the Emerson Dance Orchestra. That's on the very obscure Dandy label, number 5090, made in 1925. Dandy records were pressed by the Scranton Button Company, but for whom is not known. They used masters from the Emerson Recording Laboratories. We begin that Happy Days set with Bert Gutzel, better known as Bertini and his band, with Back to Those Happy Days. The vocalist on Eclipse 946 from February 1935 is Donald Pears, and Back to Those Happy Days was written by Horatio Nichols. I'm the happy Glenn Robison, happy that you and I are listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. My wife's father was a master butcher. That term has been largely replaced by the less graphic meat cutter, but they're not the same thing. There is a difference. A butcher specializes in pre-sale processing of animal carcasses into primal cuts, whereas meat cutters further cut and process those primal cuts according to individual customer request. So, here in memory of Master Butcher Floyd Adair, 
is a set of rapidly rotating records about butchers. He 
job And he cries my sausage too He slides my pork chops And he cries my sausage too Ain't nothing in the line of butchin' That my butcher man can't do Butcher man in the morning Won't you please stop by my house Butcher man in the morning Won't you please stop by my house I got a little butchin' for you to do Have you promised me you just only keep your mouth Butcher man, butcher man I got a ham I cannot slide Butcher man, butcher man, I got a hammer, can I slide? If you can't stop any morning, please stop by tomorrow night. If anybody asks you, butcher man, where have you been? If anybody asks you, butcher man, where have you been? Show them that long-bladed knife. Tell you been butchering out in a slaughter pen. Let's go, butcher man, for me. on his feet and breathing through his nose. I met a girl who had a dog. His fleas were black as jet. I walked home with her one night and I ain't quit scratching yet. Didn't he ramble? Yes, ramble. He rambled until the butchers killed him dead. And now he's going to... <laughs> 
John went to a cabaret to see the dance review. He saw the girls all thinly clad and things he never knew. A man was flirting with a girl once in a subway train. When he found out it was his wife, he almost went insane. Didn't he ramble? Yes, ramble. He rambled until the butchers killed him dead. We most often hear him as collaborator with Fats Waller and others. But there you have a solo recording by Andy Razaf under the pseudonym Razaf the Melody Man of He Rambled Till the Butcher Killed Him Dead. That's from Jeanette 3001-B, released in June of 1925, the label of which credits Perry Bradford with the song. But the E.B. Marks Music Publishing Company disagreed and sued the Perry Bradford Music Company for copyright infringement asking the court to enjoin Bradford from publishing and selling the song. Bradford was so confident of his position that he wrote a letter to Cohen, Gutman, and Richter, attorneys for the Marx firm, saying, Gentlemen, I judge from your letter that you are the czar or king of the U.S., of which there is none in existence, as I can remember. Why waste two-cent stamps writing to us telling us to destroy our plates? You could save your precious stationery by not writing us and warning us about a song published 20 years ago or more. How do you know whether I was born at that time? Go as far as you like. Serve your papers on us because we are billy goats. We can eat them. Don't kid us. Kid yourself. Besides, the title of their song is He Wandered Till the Butcher Cut Him Down. The man has since died, and I have proof from the coroner to that effect. Therefore and thereby, also thus, my song, He Rambled Till the Butcher Killed Him Dead, is in order. Signed, Perry Bradford Music Company. Bradford's letter reminds me of Kramer's attorney, Jackie Childs, on Seinfeld. Nonetheless, Judge Knox of the SDNY upheld the Marks copyright and restrained further sales, impounded Bradford's printing plates, and ordered a full accounting. Before Andy Razaf was Memphis Minnie singing about her butcher man. But I don't think she was referring to the meat cutter at her local grocery store. Memphis Minnie accompanied herself on guitar on that November 27, 1933 recording, Take Two, issued on OK 8948. And we started that butcher segment with Oh Mama, subtitled The Butcher Boy. That was Rudy Valley and his Connecticut Yankees with the vocal by Red Stanley and the Gentleman Songsters on Bluebird B-7543, made April 13, 1938. Oh Mama was written by Valley and Paolo Sictorello. It's time now for another Rapidly Rotating Records vocabulary lesson. This week's word is cunctator, C-U-N-C-T-A-T-O-R a noun from the 1650s, meaning someone who postpones work, especially out of laziness or habitual carelessness. When capitalized, it refers specifically to the Roman statesman Quintus Fabius Maximus Viracosus, who, because of his cautious military strategy against the Carthaginians during the Second Punic War in the 200s BCE, came to be called the cunctator, Latin for delayer. So, here's a set of rapidly rotating records about cunctation.
Thomas Morris and his seven hot babies with the stomp, Lazy Drag, a Thomas Morris original. That recording was made July 13, 1926, but not released until nearly a year later, on May 13, 1927, on Victor 20483. Before that, it was Loafin' Time for Fats Waller and his rhythm. Loafin' Time was written by Arthur Altman and Milton Ager, and Fats was joined on the vocal refrain by Herman Autry, trumpeter in the band. Victor 25140 was recorded August 20, 1935. We started with the Dixie Daisies, and yes sir, that's Lazy Bones, written by Henry Lang and J. Russell Robinson. 
Dixie Daisies was a pseudonym for various studio groups on the Dime Store Cameo label. In this particular case, members of Sam Lennon's orchestra, including Miff Mole on trombone. Cameo 299 was recorded in early to mid-December 1922. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand, anytime at all, online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. J.B. Nethercutt was co-founder, along with his aunt, of Merle Norman Cosmetics. The Nethercutt Collection and Nethercutt Museum in Silmar, California, is J.B.'s gigantic toy box of exquisitely restored and displayed antique automobiles and mechanical music machines, the center of which is the mighty Wurlitzer Theater pipe organ. You can get a glimpse of the collection at their website, nethercutcollection.org. It's been closed the past three years due to COVID, but is now open once again, and we were thrilled to return last month to hear organist Mark Herman at the console. On the way up from the Grand Salon to the music room, I passed an Edison console phonograph. I don't recall the model, but it may have been a C-19 Chippendale, and sitting on the platter was a copy of this Edison Diamond disc, which starts off this segment about Louisville. Thank you. 
the Redheads, led by Red Nichols, and pretty much the same group as, but preceding Red Nichols and his five pennies, who were heading for Louisville on November 13, 19.25, from Perfect 14528. Heading for Louisville was written by Joseph Meyer and Buddy De Silva. Before that, W.C. Handy's orchestra with Louisville Blues. That was recorded in January of 1923, and both takes A and B were issued on both OK 4789 and 8046. This Louisville Blues by Mike Jackson and Bob Ricketts is not to be confused with the slightly later Louisville Blues by Bubber Miley and the Kansas City Five. We started with Louisville, subtitled Says Which, Says How, by the Broadway Dance Orchestra. Irving Caesar was the composer, and that recording was made July 20th, 1923, issued on Edison 51211. Have a particular song or artist you'd like to hear on Rapidly Rotating Records? Well, you can send your requests and your comments about the show by email to glenn at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com or send cards or letters to Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. That's Glenn, G-L-E-N-N, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com, or Post Office Box 145, Claremont, California, 91711. If you're looking for a business opportunity... I know where you can get some real cheap used industrial equipment for making pillows. Here's Lizzie Miles to sing about her pillow. Oh, 
troubles I see, it's my delusion. Life is not a sweet song, it's my conclusion that the whole entire world is wrong times when I'm smiling, when I ought to be sighing. Be crying for a little bit of sympathy. Don't me. I'm trying to make them believe everything is satisfying. Oh, nobody knows but my pillow and me.
The Benson Orchestra of Chicago, under the direction of Don Bester, with Nobody Knows But My Pillow and Me, written by Nat Vincent, Billy Houston, and Billy Frisch. Victor 19102 was recorded June 14, 1923. We started that pillow set with Lizzie Miller, who sang the line, Nobody Knows But My Pillow and Me. But, if I'm not mistaken, she was singing a different song altogether, titled My Pillow and Me, written by J. Tim Bryman, Chris Smith, and Clarence Williams. That's from Brunswick 2462, made just four days after the Benson Orchestra recording, and the piano accompaniment was by Spencer Williams. In between, not Laurel and Hardy, but Carl and Hardy, with No Place to Pillow My Head, written by Doc Hopkins. That's from Conqueror 8626, made in 1936. Carl and Hardy were Carl with a K Davis and Hardy, H-A-R-T-Y, Taylor. They were both from Mount Vernon, Kentucky and were members of the Crazy Cats in the late 1920s. In the early 30s, they were members of the Cumberland Ridge Runners and also recorded as the Renfro Valley Boys. They started recording as Carl and Hardy in 1934 and their first hit was I'm Just Here to Get My Baby Out of Jail. Oh yeah, you're going to be hearing that one before long. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. Thank you.